0: Skinner, Dean and Cochrane, together the Frank Skinner
1: Show. Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. And with Emily Dean and Alan Cochrane, why don't you text us on 8 twelve fifteen? follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio, or you can email the show directly through the Absolute Radio website. We're in Manchester. Yeah. yeah. So, what it's, about that? It's very state
2: of the art in this studio. In it, it's lovely. from where I'm
1: sitting now, I can see what I think is probably the Manchester Ship Canal. Is that right? Yeah.
2: I, I thought it was you know. man's inhumanity to man. Is what I could see. <laughs>
1: no, I think it looks beautiful, and it, it's symbolic of the the pathway which brought great industry and and uh, effort from this city to the rest of the country. Of
3: course, mm. the Midlands canals. Uh, symbiotic, aren't they? That, it, now, there's... You know, we've heard on it before about
1: facts that people tell you as if they're new facts, but everybody knows them. Uh-huh. Birmingham, what do you think the fact is I'm thinking of?
3: Oh, is this, uh...
1: More canals than Venice. More canals <laughs> than yeah, Venice. Everybody, yeah, everybody everybody tells you, you know Birmingham has got... <laughs> yes!
2: <laughs> the taxi driver this morning said, there's a nice canal there, I'll show you.
3: Where was he from? <laughs> <laughs> That was the same as your impersonation of me. I don't like the idea that I'm, I don't, I'm doubling up jobs. I'm driving it was, you in, and it's kind uh, of
2: a similar accent. I don't no. like
1: t- the idea of someone offering to show you a canal. Yeah, yeah.
2: meditation puppies. What about the <laughs> studio? It's so state of the art, Frank. It's very uh, Aviator Uncovered in here, isn't it? It's quite rave-y. It's Lovely. Mm. I like it.
1: Anyway, I'm here we are. Commute. Why are we in Manchester? You're asking. I was asking. Pourquoi? I think we were all asking. No, I am. Um, I, I'm. Uh, I'm on tour at the moment, so I was in Preston, which is nearby, mm-hmm. yeah. um, last night, and I'm in Preston tonight. So it, it was just crazy to go back to London. <laughs> so, um, so here we are. And I'm, I'm, this is my second time in Manchester this week.
2: Is
3: it? I, can't Is it?
1: Leave, I just can't leave Manchester alone I'm, I'm like Sir Alex Ferguson <laughs> You
2: just can't quit Manchester I'm just
1: lingering around, you know, looking down and being a brooding presence
2: What about I got the train down with Daisy and Charlie and we sat down, Frank um, I'm not going to lie, it was first and nice uh, a businessman was there sweet. You got first, did you? Yeah, I insisted okay. and um, we, we went down and I said, just FYI, I'm your worst nightmare I said, we you, have... I no. did didn't I say that, Daisy? I said, We have loads of bags and we talk a lot. <laughs> he laughed. I moved. A few minutes later, we heard the guard. The guard came over and went, Down <laughs> here, sir. <laughs> we can move you down really?
1: here. Oh, no. He moved. Good for him. <laughs> Good for him. And then the guard said, Would you like to see a canal? <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> Everyone on the train was thinking, Yeah, we know a canal. We can show you. <laughs> Well, I think it's um, it's lovely to be here, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, oh,
2: I'm very excited. I like it. We haven't
1: had an away day for a very long time, so it's... Uh, I
2: love it, so I love team that.
3: bonding exercise. That's what you make it sound like, an away I think day. it is a bit <laughs> like that. I
1: think maybe we should pretend to be animals of our own choice after.
3: Oh, OK. <laughs> I'll do that anyway on Saturday mornings, just none of you have picked up on it. No. <laughs> I thought
1: there was an element of koi poo about you. Fun? It's a it's an animal. I broke my tooth is so jagged on the inside. I broke. I was eating a uh, wasabi. No offence, but I didn't notice. Yeah,
2: <laughs> no, it's
1: on the inside anyway. <laughs> I was eating a wasabi pea at um, Euston Station on, oh, my, yeah. on my way to Manchester. Oh. And suddenly I felt um, I felt a, a loud crack go on in my <gasps> mouth, and I basically split a big piece off my tooth.
2: Oh, what happened then? And
1: then, um, it was loose, but it was still dangling by a thread. So it was oh. there for a couple of days, you know, when they do that. And then, um... A couple was... of
2: days? Yeah. Because yeah, normally you go and get it fixed,
1: darling. No, I you don't. I had media know. appointments. Exactly. brushed <laughs> <laughs> up my feet. He had off on he a, a,
2: a big shoot for Hello magazine to do. <laughs> so, uh,
1: so, um, I, uh... I was in Aldershot earlier in the week. We stopped off at the Big Fry, which is... God, uh, you've
3: got about this week, haven't you? It's, a, it's an, awa- yeah, it's an
1: award-winning... Um, it, it won an award. It's a fish and chip shop. won an award for Best Love Small Business in the UK. Lovely. Oh. And I had uh, fish and chips there, and uh, I, I swallowed... Um, the tooth came out in a mouthful of uh, oh. card, and I swallowed it. This oh. is one
2: of the worst stories you've ever told. No,
1: I wonder if, t- if it's dangerous, though, to... Uh, to swallow away. Morning
3: listeners Enjoy your breakfast
0: Yeah
2: mm.
1: I'm just worried It's going to come back And bite me Absolute. Absolute
0: Absolute Radio Frank Skinner On Absolute Radio I
2: remember when I said To that man in Manchester Yesterday Great accent Anyway As I was saying You never Daisy, said that I did Is that bad It when, is a great accent I love I,
1: it When I arrived At the station this morning Emily was just getting Out <laughs> of her cab And saying My friend will come And pay you <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Say that. Wow. <laughs> uh, so, yes, so, um, I, did, I did BBC Breakfast on, on, on Monday, just oh, gone, yeah. which is in Manchester. S- Salf- yeah, in Salfordian. S- yes, Salford. And, uh, you know, my thing is that when I, I, I say that when I see live cricket on the television, I'm absolutely astonished mm-hmm. by the technology that we can, we can see and watch in colour what is happening on another continent. It's it's the moment when I'm struck by the wonders of the modern world. It was the opposite when I did BBC Breakfast. Oh no! I uh, they gave me a what? Well, it was a dressing room. It, I think it's where they take people who are ill. <laughs> <laughs> but um, that no sick one bay? apparently no one gets ill there before nine o'clock in the morning. So I was I was allowed to use it as a dressing room, and it's, it's got a massive big TV in it. Oh,
3: okay. that sounds good. And
1: I thought excellent and. Uh, they said, it's good to watch the programme before you go on on the telly in case there's any back references to anything. I said, great. So they put it on. Honestly, this telly was, it was 50 yards from where they were sitting on the sofa. That's the distance from. It was the worst reception. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to put a picture of it on our website. It was one of those. Really? That was, it was. It was like, you know those Japanese... It was, oh, it was pixelated. Yes. It was very heavily pixelated. Uh, mm. And, med- you know, it, when you watch a th- occasionally it goes... Uh-huh. <coughs> <laughs> it was, it oh, was terrible. <coughs> like there's a dolphin doing the, the voiceover. Oh. It was awful. And outside I could see these giant dishes that were broadcasting <laughs> it around the world. <laughs> and I couldn't get it 50 yards away. Oh. And relax.
2: But it all went well, though.
1: Well, I arm-wrestled um, Bill yeah. Turnbull.
2: Is that true? Did
1: you? Yeah. Because I said to him, they were on about, you know, this thing now that, that you have to have um, one woman on a panel show. Oh, yeah. This is the rule. Can I say I've always done that policy in yeah. my shows? But nevertheless. Um, and uh, I said, you know, I said to Louise, I said, if you weren't here, me and, you know, it'd, be, it'd become like Fight Club. Me and Bill would be arm wrestling. <laughs> and at Did you the end. This on air? Yeah, and then Bill uh, went in for an arm wrestle, and he went in as a jokey arm wrestle yeah. at the end. But you know what? He wanted to beat me on camera. I could tell you. Really, oh, he really, he really went big time on the arm wrestle. He's
2: got it in him, definitely. I to, he
1: still, he still wanted to beat me after all that.
2: Yeah,
1: did he? Hm. Did he Buffalo? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, that was that. I did a, an on-air. I had to improvise a, a haiku poem. Did you? Oh. Very difficult. <laughs>
2: It's yeah. not something I would imagine you'd be asked to do on BBC Breakfast. Yeah,
1: it was. It had gone a bit strange by then, yeah, and it was a bit like uh, like Bruce. You know, when, uh, yeah. Bruce on Strictly. God bless him.
2: Oh, well, not for much longer. I know,
1: but you know, he's become a, he, uh, he became a loose cannon, and he just used to talk about anything <laughs> and stuff. I loved was, it. It's fantastic.
2: Was he like last days of GMTV? <laughs> it was a bit like that. Yeah,
1: and. Uh, and I, I did a haiku about them, and it ended, "I am you." That was the last bit of it. Sounds and deep. Yeah, it was deep. I think they were startled and a little afraid.
3: Does <laughs> <laughs> so, it make uh,
1: sense? It's made sense in a profound philosophical way. It wasn't my, one of my great works, but the, the fact you know, the, the I haiku. am in, in that moment. I was them in that I joined in their world. Do you <laughs> see? Yeah,
2: yeah, I do. But keep it light, love. Okay, you're right. <laughs>
1: Okay, I just thought you know we're away. We might as well. Uh, There's lots of people
2: excited to be seeing you, Frank. Yeah. Are Chris Brown very excited to be seeing the great at Frank on the radio at Prest Guild Hall tonight. Yeah. There you
1: go. I always find with these things the anticipation is often <laughs> better than the actual
2: experience. En- enjoy the show, Chris. <laughs>
0: the Frank Skinner Show. Listen live every Saturday morning from eight on Absolute Radio.
3: We don't really do requests on the show, but somebody has texted a request saying, um, can you play um, Ocean Colour Scene? And we've just played Cooler Shaker, so we could just say, well, that's... Not
1: an absolute 80s, we haven't, we are so many people listen to this.
3: Yeah, that's why it's hard to do requests, really, isn't it? Because the the decade stations are staggered. (laughs) Yes, they are. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, my.
4: 792
2: has texted us. This is Oliver from Manchester. Hi, guys. Just to let Frank know that swallowing a piece of your tooth is completely harmless. I'm no dentist, but <laughs> I swallowed... <laughs>
1: That's no, see, I'm glad because I was starting to think, at last, some professional advice.
2: No. Oliver yeah. says, uh, I swallowed many a piece of tooth from time to time. He doesn't say whether they're his own canines. <laughs> yeah. um, I hope you like it here. P.S. I hope you like it here. Maybe it's... you can show me the canal later, Oliver.
1: Well, I um, well, that's good news though, because I, I was thinking, you know, about uh, would my digestive juices take on anything as hard as a tooth? I think they would. But then um, someone was telling me a friend of mine that his um, son they did uh, an experiment at their school. One of the one of the kids, a tooth came out, as is the way with kids. Yeah. And uh, they got two. I think they got two um, two tooths. You see, you've got me to saying tooths now. I mm. used to say tooths. And they put um, one in a glass of water and one in a glass of Coca Cola. Oh yeah. Over over the weekend. Oh, when right. they got back on Monday, one in the water, as you'd expect, completely normal. Uh, Other tooth gone.
4: Was it? <laughs> <laughs> totally <laughs> gone. Totally gone. <laughs>
1: this oh, from is... Coca Cola. Listening. This is hearsay. Obviously, I don't have any uh, hard, hard and fast uh, chemical Plenty proof hearsay. of this. Just get, um... vene-
2: just get veneers. It's fine. Um, Stephen Manfredi <laughs> says, will Alan be showing you around his favourite haunts, Poundland, Poundworld, 99p <laughs> store, hashtag thrifty? Uh,
3: <laughs> that's unfair.
2: unfair. Is it unfair?
3: It, it is a bit, yeah. Oh, it's a bit unfair. I'm <laughs> shouting unfair. you down
1: already.
2: <laughs> I- I went to the Arndale yesterday, lovely. Right,
3: mm. I prefer the northern quarter in Manchester, see? Okay. They, I'm, bit, of I'm lo- not, bit of local material for you there. I'm not the thrifty one that my reputation is painted.
1: Well, here's, here's something you might be able to help me with, though, Alan, this is your area, yeah, I think. Yeah, okay. I, um, Let's go for it. I was, when I was uh, in Manchester earlier in the week, I was very hungry on the train. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, you know, those Cornwell pasty stores that we get at railway oh, yeah. stations. Mm-hmm. So I was going to get a pasty, and the person I was with said, Oh, it's 20 to 10. And I said, Yeah. And she said, I, I don't know. It's up to you. I wouldn't, I personally, I wouldn't eat a pasta before 10. <laughs>
4: <Really? laughs>
1: but people, people are yeah. like that. Yes. Have you never done that when, say...
3: No, people have
1: rules there. S- people like say if stuff...
2: you want a whiskey or something. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly.
2: When people say stuff like chips for <laughs> breakfast. Yeah. what? Where does that come from,
1: that there's <laughs> certain times in the day that you're supposed to have food? Surely
2: that's one of the pleasures of being an adult. You can just eat when you like, yeah. what you like, or not at all, if uh, you like. Sometimes I'll
1: get in late and have a couple of waiter <laughs> Oh, really?
2: What yeah. about cake in the morning? Oh, there's nothing finer.
3: See, I like savoury foods in the morning. I quite like, you know... When leftovers. you're in France and you get,
1: like, boiled ham and stuff on oh, the yeah. breakfast.
3: Yeah, I'm all over that sort Hot. of stuff. Pizza, everything... I, did but you why? A, did you I don't a, a understand. Nine,
1: well, I was in Japan once for a month, and mm. when you get up, hate you have
2: break- Japan. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely hate Japan. Oh, God, oh well, goodness! <laughs> I just don't like it as a country. Okay.
1: Well, I liked it.
2: I like Japanese people. I don't like the country.
1: And one of the things about it is, when you have breakfast in the hotel, it's just like every other meal. There's no <laughs> <Yeah>. special <laughs> breakfast food in Japan. Mm-hmm. You just have sushi and mm. yeah. And all that tempura.
3: That's what you were like in Manchester train station at 9.40. But it also depends on how long you've been up, doesn't it? If you get get up at 9.15 and have a Cornish pasty, that's weird at 9.40. But if you get up at 6 and do a breakfast show interview, then... By the time you're eating, it's like lunchtime anyway,
4: isn't I it? Oh, the there lattice
2: on the, pa- on the pasty? lettuce, Lattice. <laughs> latticing. <laughs> you know pasty. the latticing on the top of it. <laughs> Do you get that on pasties? Yes. No, pork pies, you get it. You. No, there's latticing. Oh, come on, you've
1: been the most terrible fool. I really
2: I haven't. <laughs> In the central section, I'm calling it the central reservation area, there's a latticing on a pasty. Well, that's no. my
1: seat that's squeaking, everyone Sim- simply now i'm not g- if anyone's ever seen latticing on on a paste on a pasty, on a pasty and if you i don't mean text a pasty on
2: hl15
0: i
1: don't mean a pasty as worn by a burlesque dancer i mean the edible <laughs> kind then do texting because i n- No. Absolute.
0: absolute absolute radio
3: frank skinner on absolute radio appear that um it's not just the government that have had a pasty gate issue oh, it's, we've uh, had one, yeah. it's us yeah i think
2: <laughs> so frank said there definitely is no latticing on a pasty um five he says i've made a terrible fool of myself <laughs> oh, god <laughs> five six eight just remind everyone again what he said <laughs> five six eight i'm with emily the posh pasty has it it's so much better
3: yeah, I don't think that person can be trusted because they've written pasty. P-A-S-T-I-E. Oh, like, there you oh, go. Oh, hello, I'd like a pasty, please. <laughs> Good I luck.
1: I dare you, I dare you say that about someone who's joined in.
3: I like, uh, <laughs> I like uh, Vince's text which just says crimping, not latticing. Mm. That's what they mean. crimpins like, a, a very...
1: Crimping, you get around. Um, it's a crossed, uh, crossed work.
3: Yeah, on a Cornish pasty, it would it's have crimping, not lattice. But latticing
1: is open, isn't it? You can exactly, see You can see the innards. Exactly,
2: pie. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about proper... um, well, no, I don't think you can see, Charlie. Oh, you're
1: squirming <gasps> no, like I'm a worm in a this hook. You just don't
2: like it, because <laughs> uh, is there is a posh pasty, isn't there? Well, have we
1: established what? that? I don't think so.
2: 312 po- says, swallowing a bit of tooth will be harmless... The acid of your digestive system will erode it away. Really, mm-hmm. I'm no professional. <laughs>
1: <laughs> They're all at it, then.
2: but no science, and have studied eating disorders. There used to be. that's work on a pasty isn't that just like a steak bake? Love oh, like, yeah. mm. mm. like a
3: steak bake, but that's not a pasty.
1: Like a steak bake. Touch for the very first
2: time. (laughs) (laughs) I love that song. Poetry. It was
1: one of her best. She could do it now. She could hold up her arms (laughs) and say it like a steak. (laughs) Touch for the very last time. I love Madonna's forearms. They like um, they've got cable in in there. You know when you strip open a a (laughs) wire and you can see the individual cables. Yeah. Where's the earth? Yeah. I'm thinking she might have some droid work
4: done
3: mm. um, one of the least measured measured texts that we've had is um lattice on a pasty no um, is that from morrissey <laughs> <laughs> lattice, lattice on a
1: pasty, on no. pasty <laughs> i know
2: i know
3: <laughs> it's against nature and it's against god is a pasty heretic <laughs>
2: <laughs> proud to be so
3: well i i think the tide's with
1: me em i'm sorry yeah
2: yeah, but at least things have moved on from you've made a very great fool of yourself. Well,
1: mm. oh, I don't know if they've moved on from that. <laughs> I think that's, uh, that's a basis on which they've been built. What has been built a mighty tower?
2: Is that the bedrock? <laughs> so you did your little gig last night. I did one
1: of my little shows. How did it
2: go? Did you have a little epiphany?
1: Um, I No. Okay. I can't remember what her name was. No. <laughs> Those days are gone. There must be a girl out there called Epiphany nowadays. There's got to be. Yeah.
2: Isn't it less stressful not having the groupies? Oh,
1: it's much easier. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I mean, you d- the logistics is just easy. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to they do... They put that. you on Instagram now yeah. as well. You know the I mean, sheepdog sheep but... thing when you have to separate one off from the group?
4: Right. <laughs>
2: well, you have to get them away from the herd, don't I'm you? I'm so
1: glad of that that's, that's gone.
2: <laughs> Especially
1: with my back. <laughs> No, I don't miss it, I must say.
2: And then you have to give them the speech. Yeah, say, anyway. I won't call you.
1: Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not dwell too much on it, after all. <laughs> I tell you where I, um, I, I played a theatre the other night, and it was the, the theatre, there was a plaque there, oh. and it was the last ever appearance in this theatre by um, Billy Fury.
2: Oh, I love Billy Fury. Oh, I used to, it. I should say.
1: Night, a million stars. Oh. Billy Fury, yeah. Ronald Witcherly was his real name.
2: Oh, was
4: it?
1: Oh, yeah. I used to be quite a Fury fan. Mm. I took Fury Monthly for a while. <laughs> Did you? I remember in Fury Monthly... This Now, this is how stars have changed, mm. right? Billy Fury said... Um, it was an update, a little Fury update, and it said that uh, he says... Uh, he used to write a little bit in there. I don't know if he actually mm. wrote it. But he said, little update on my um, all-black outfit. <laughs> and I thought, oh, what's this? And he says... Uh, I've already got the trousers and the shirt. Um, I'm just and uh, and a jacket. I'm looking. Um, I'm looking for a black tie and some black socks. I've got the shoes. And it was. Over the months, he was assembling an all-black outfit. Like, over a
3: period of about three
1: months. It's not that difficult, though, is it? Like, no, it's not that
3: difficult. Maybe it was then. Do you think he was hinting? Do you think he was sort well, of like, hey, if anybody wants if to anyone's send got me any some black socks, black socks i am in the market for a pair. That was the thing in those days. <laughs> I oh,
1: love we that.
2: Billy Fury went all baggy-baggy. <laughs>
1: But anyway, it was great that there was uh, uh, to play. I I, I did feel slight uh, uh, excitement that Billy Fury had done his last... And so I just thought what might be a good text in is if people know any places that have sort of weird associations with celebrities or famous people, like Lavender Corner. (laughs) Do you know (laughs) there's a place near near, um, Absolute? (laughs) <laughs> where we saw Ian Lavender.
3: Just before from my time dad's time, armour. Yeah. We him. saw
1: him on all fours on the corner of the street. And I always think of that now as... It will always be Lavender Corner. Yeah. (laughs) There ought to be a plaque there. (laughs) We should
2: say he fell over.
1: No, we didn't see him fall. He was just there. He might have just been... uh, Crawling. Yeah, he was having to crawl around the block. (laughs) Could be his commute, There should be a plaque, but on the floor, so Ian (laughs) could read it next time he's in town.
0: The Frank Skinner Show on Absolute Radio. Back Saturday morning from 8. Tune in live for the full Frank experience.
3: Absolute Radio. That thing that you were talking about of particular places having a certain resonance. Mm. I was once in the East End of London with my friend Paul and uh, we we drove past the pub and he just went, um, that's the pub that Michael Barrymore came out in. And it's obviously a landmark for him. Oh, but, that uh, fantastic. Is there but a I plaque I there? I don't think there is a plaque there. No,
2: that's brilliant. Yeah. I didn't uh, know he
1: came out in a pub. We've all done it.
2: Apparently so. it was like a
3: karaoke type thing and he got up and announced it. I might have got that wrong now, wouldn't I? No,
2: awful? I remember it vividly.
3: Pretty...
1: It's all right. I don't think he'll sue. Oh, <laughs>
4: <laughs>
2: it's a little bit, yeah.
1: yeah. I um, I I did a gig. You probably gig there yourself. There's, there's there's a comedy club in uh, Shepherd's Bush.
3: Mm. Oh yes,
1: um, called the Gingley.
3: Yeah, I used to I used to compare that. very oh, regularly. It,
1: oh, I think I think we've worked there together. In That's fact. right. Yeah, and um, it used to be a, a, a public toilet, and it was the public toilet where Wilfred Bramble. Who played um, Albert Steptoe was arrested for impetunia. Mm-hmm. I love the um, the idea of, of stepping sure in his history. stepping in his comedy. You don't get that
2: so much anymore.
1: His comedy footstep.
2: <laughs> You're right. No, I, do. I don't know. I'm I asking, blame George
1: Michael. What they've mm-hmm. done is they've made other arrangements. <laughs> anyway, is
2: so, a Steadman from Five Star as well? I don't know. So if
1: if you know anywhere um, that's uh, as a Interesting association with a famous person. We've uh,
3: we've had one. Uh, We have a Weatherspoons in Whitstable, Kent, named after Peter Cushing as he lived here. From Kent.
1: Oh, that's right. He did live there. In fact, I uh, I nearly bought um,
2: his house. (laughs) You didn't
1: I went now to look at and it because I quite fancied because I know he's not Canon <clears throat> but he did play the the, the movie Doctor who mm. which isn't is an official doctor who canon, because in it he, he was actually called a man he was called who he was called oh. doctor he was he was a, a human
4: right
3: did you I find
2: mean. out it was for sale via one of your who alerts
3: no I found out um
2: because... That would ramp the price
3: up, wouldn't it, if they advertised that on the Who alert, Yeah,
2: oh, yeah.
1: God. Yeah, but because he's not canon, I don't know. They don't strike
2: would... me as big home buyers, the old <laughs> Who fans, you don't <laughs> mind me saying. No. Anyway. The no, they're just yeah. more living with the parents, maybe. <laughs> That's all. It's that sort of prejudice. <laughs> That's so
1: accurate. Funny, anyway, that. um... <laughs> What had happened is he used to have a big house on the seafront, Peter Cushing. Yeah. And uh, where, after he died, it, it had been split into two houses.
2: Oh, must have so, been a big one then.
1: Yeah. And I, the thing is that I was, the house I went to look at was one of these, one half of the original, but the other half had mm. got the plaque.
4: Oh no! no. I, know,
1: I know. I mean, people would—would would people ever believe me when I say, no. "Well, actually, he lived in this house." And they go, yeah, sure. Mm. <laughs> That's why next door's got the plaque." I couldn't live with that.
3: I couldn't you live with the idea of like that. Half the plaque and just move it along so that it's on either yeah. side of the.
2: I looked at Peter Sellers' old house. The cellar. No, it was a cut- little I cottage. i was only going to buy
1: a cushion. <laughs> 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 Do you remember that? Why doesn't Whoopi Goldberg marry Peter Cushing? <laughs>
2: We're doing jokes now on Absolute Radio. We're doing actual, actual jokes. <laughs> it's a long can, time coming My worst thing it. ever.
1: <laughs> you nearly bought Peter Sellers house.
2: No, I, I went to look at it. It was, it was, um, it was humble, but it was lovely. It was a little cottage that he was born in. <laughs> I would have
1: liked that then.
2: <laughs> Yeah, that's it. Uh, Had a blue plaque on it, Frank.
1: Did nice. I, I would like a house with a blue so plaque. So would
2: I. That's why I nearly bought it, but the parking was atrocious. <laughs> I got a friend... plaque <laughs> v parking.
1: I got a friend who was found up and they said, uh, do you know Benjamin Britton wrote... Um, no, but thanks for the tip. <laughs> <laughs> and they said, um, we, we'd like to put a plaque <gasps> on the house. And they said it'll put like 50... Was it? No, 100 grand on the price of the house. Wow.
3: It. It's worth getting one.
1: Yeah. Must be somebody. I, just, I, lived, I lived in there, <laughs>
0: <laughs> this is frank skinner
2: absolute radio Five, four, six. Mm. Oh dear <laughs> as a 35 year old who fan i think that means doctor yes um rather than adultery i was beside myself with anger at emily's comments Oh. I actually went to ring Absolute to complain. Oh, me! But as I have to check with the bill payer first, and my <laughs> mum is out at the moment, I was thwarted. Oh no, that is... <laughs> I love 546, can I marry you? I, like the I don't care what you saying. are, I don't care if you're Doberman Pincher, I'm going to marry
3: you. He's taken your mean
2: joke and he's ran
3: with it, hasn't he? Yeah, he's yes. done good work.
1: Yes, I don't.
2: <laughs> I, I mean, there's no, there's no mo-
1: minorities left now you can say nasty <laughs> things about, so people have turned on the, the Who fans. It's a scandal. About, what about
2: 641? Uh, we were talking about eating at strange times, weren't we? Or eating whatever we like. Well, I'm on about this liked.
1: strange rule that you can't eat certain things at certain times of the day. Mm. It doesn't make any sense.
2: 641. Hi, Frank, the DME in Cockrell. I was recently at a hotel in Arizona and the breakfast menu had a daily theme. One morning I had a four-course Chinese meal. <laughs> Soup, pancakes with aromatic duck, <laughs> chicken, chop suey and ice cream. Get in.
3: Ice cream, is <laughs> yeah. But, yeah But why not? Best time of day to eat ice cream, apparently. Is that right? Well, then you've got the rest of the day to burn it off, haven't you? Well, when you said apparently, said do you mean it's obsessed. your own theory? It's something that I read that uh, apparently, like, years ago, if <laughs> Sylvester Stallone was going to eat ice cream, which he does occasionally. Was there an
1: article uh, that, called Ice Cream, colon, when? question. <laughs> <my>. <laughs>
3: That's the sort of stuff I would read.
2: <laughs> so, Also, I like the article which Sylvester Stallone was going to eat ice cream.
3: Apparently, if he eats ice cream, he has it on a morning, and then he's got the whole day to. Oh, I'm
2: going. Do you know what I'm going to do that from now on? You walk it off. I love that little. tip. That's
3: why his tongue's numb
1: most of the day. Poor Sylvester Stallone. Well, actually, not poor.
2: Ian Angle. Oh. Peter Cushion, I thought that was just pillow talk. Mm. <laughs> oh, oh, the punners are back.
1: Ian. Yes. And oh, go
2: on. I was just going to say the pa- pasty gate is raging on.
1: Oh, no. I, uh, I feel like I've won.
2: <laughs> do you? Well, go on, carry I on. I think the others do. Someone has suggested, has Emily lost it? So
1: it. <laughs> I feel extreme.
2: Everyone knows pasties are crimped. Simon and Hi, thank don't you think that, you Simon. I do you were saying
1: that they aren't crimped. You were saying that they are latticed.
3: Yeah, I'm the saying they're latticed. Some are latticed, but I think that makes them not pasties. No, I don't them. think. I think we've established Somebody that. Somebody said that Cornish pasties are crimped at the side, not on the top. That's how they're, that's how they're meant to be.
1: Well, maybe we'll come back to this.
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, a runner.
1: A runner has just come past on the towpath, and rain dribbles down onto the canal.
3: <laughs> is this one of your haiku? I'm just, I'm just <laughs> loving They're meant it. to have a bit of the weather, aren't they? I'm loving it.
0: You're listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio.
1: This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochran. We're in Manchester. Mm. Oh, Manchester. <laughs> So much to answer for. You can text us on eight twelve fifteen. Follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio or email the Absolute website direct.
2: Uh, w- One zero four has texted us. There's been a lot of controversy raging on this morning about mm-hmm. whether pasties are. Uh, is there any latticing in the central reservation area? Apparently, there isn't. Why is everyone shocked that Emily should think pasties are lattice, not crimped? She is the grand denier of pastry and all things carb-based. This is not her area of expertise. No, it is
3: it's true. That's Fair true.
2: enough. I can't deny that. One four. Yes,
3: telling left when boarding an aeroplane is your area of expertise, isn't it? So, so I couldn't possibly uh,
2: comment. You may say that.
3: Not in a four-seater. <laughs> um,
1: yes. So let, let's let's put the lattice lid on that. Okay. It will be all day pasty talking. Let's just say I want <laughs> <Just> it
3: done. Okay.
2: <laughs> okay. What else? I'll tell you what else. Um, I missed April Fool's this year oh, because you, i was on some travels in? no i'm delighted because it's my worst day ever yeah I'm i hate april fan. fools frank
1: well i am um, i'm a big fan of I mean, oh yeah you? yes a big fan. who
2: can forget your classic april fools when you told your girlfriend and mother-in-law that the toilet was broken <laughs> that was your april fool wasn't it yeah
1: and i and the one when i told my girlfriend that i was going to do a <laughs> show with gawk Oh, this was good this one was. In really which good. i wore a uh, avant-garde called uh, would you wear outfits. that yeah
3: did you keep a straight
1: face for that? T- totally, to the point where really? this true. was when, um, some of you may recall this story the last day, well, maybe the April Fool's before, but uh, mm. yes, yeah, and she said she decided that we had to split on this time for this, quite seriously.
4: <laughs> I and, love having that. said,
1: you're not the person I thought you were. She's right. Because I was going to do a show with Gokwan in which I walked around northern towns for an avant-garde outfits. <laughs> right.
2: Didn't you do one as well, saying the car had been stolen or something? <laughs>
1: Oh, I've done lots. Yeah. I, I didn't do one this year because uh, oh, really? she she's actually a, a, a big, um, she had a big uh, hospital appointment on April 4th, which happily has all turned out um, to be totally fine. But um, I didn't think it was the morning
3: No, because no. she found
1: up and says, fantastic news, all clear. Mm. I did think about, well, it's funny she said that because I've just had a call from them. <laughs> Really? And they said, on the contrary?
3: And I thought, no. It's funny you should say that, because I had a go at an April Fool this year, and it's not my day. It's not my day, I don't like it. But then somebody told me, oh, I've just sent a text to my mate to prank him for April Fool. And I've got a theory that you forget about it, and then someone tells you one that they've done, and then you think, oh, I've got until noon. And so you have a go at it. So I'd been to see my osteopath, and I went back to my wife, and he basically said, this is fixing... Don't come back to me unless it's still a problem in six weeks, but you should be okay. Mm. So I'm on my way back and I'm thinking, oh, I'm going to try and prank her. I'm going to try and prank her. I went in and I said, you know, I thought it was going to be better. It turns out he's missed something and I've got to get an MRI scan and then they might have to shave a bit off my hip and basically I'm going to be in traction for a whole month. And I'm thinking, she's going to think, oh my God, I've got to look after two kids and the dog all on my own for a whole month. She just went, oh, how did they miss that? Like, (laughs) ah. Me in traction apparently is no more work for her than me not in traction. <laughs> it Doesn't affect her life at all. <laughs> no. I
2: also like that you did an April Fool They centered around an MRI scan. <laughs> yeah. Oh,
3: terrible. And a shave tip. <laughs> <laughs> and really badly as well. I, couldn't, I knew that I couldn't keep a straight face. So while I was telling her it, I turned and put the kettle on I... and I told her it was my <laughs> back to it. Like, really lame. I fell rubbish. for one.
1: I fell for one this year. Oh, did what you? What was it? There was an internet one. This is. Uh, I know we're breaking all the rules here, but did it's they
2: tell you you'd be nominated for ten Sony Awards? No, oh. <laughs> no, it wasn't that. It was Radio um, Academy, sorry.
1: It was. Um, it said that Peter Capaldi. It, it turns mm. out isn't really the Doctor. That that was a, a bit of a switch. <gasps> oh wow! And it said that um, he was. He was the master, you know, who is the the the, uh, the Doctor sort of. Oh, I'm sorry, I don't
2: watch it. Yes,
1: well, he's, imagine think Arch enemy and he was he was just he was just um Pretending to be the doctor, but in fact, <gasps> he's going to be. And I thought, wow, that's, that's a, a good one What twist. a fantastic plot twist. Yeah. But you don't want to do, what you don't want to do is April Fool's when, when you find the truth, it's less good. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> the April Fool. Well, were you thinking, hang on, this is a casting opportunity again? No, all well, of
1: it's coming. I, mean, I think, you know, I'm happy about Capaldi as the doctor, but the idea that they could have switched that and kept us all full would have been yeah. a, such They're a good They're now
2: thinking they should have oh, done that. Great, but, you're yeah.
1: supposed, but when it comes, you're supposed to be, like, relieved to find out it's yeah. in April. Like, my mate, um, a very good friend of mine, mm. he's um he got the role of um, Debris in The Producers in the West End, the, the sort of... Uh, oh, the, yes, the, the, I the, gay know the producer. friend, producer, yeah. He was very, very excited, as you can imagine. It's a brilliant part. Mm. And he got up on April 4th, and I said, you're definitely doing the Debris role, aren't you, in that? And he said, yeah. I said, there's just been a thing on the news that says that Graham Norton's doing it. And he said, oh, that'll be a mistake. And he told me after he was... He said, oh, that's ridiculous. He said, I was dying inside. <sighs> Absolutely. Why
4: did you do that?
1: <laughs> because I then gave him the gift of the truth. It's like when people say to me, what's the time? Someone asked me the time and I, I always add an hour and a half on it. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, they go, it's not that, that is. And I go, no. And then suddenly I've given them an the extra hour and a half on their life. It's
2: not jokes. It's admin creation. That's all you do.
1: Oh, well. (laughs) I'm going to use that as my uh, (laughs) other poster. (laughs) Not jokes. Admin creation.
0: (laughs) This is Frank Skinner. Absolute Radio.
2: 844, very curious from Bracknell, wants to know, how do you become a number? I've been intrigued for a long time. Is it like an exclusive gentleman's club? For some reason, I think it's only men who have a number, not a girl thing. Can I just make one up, or do you allocate them? You Perhaps you'd care to explain, Frank. That thing, I think
1: it's only men who have a number. That's, 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 see, that's what well, we've been trained up now, to be paranoid, that we're being oppressed. Mm-hmm. But in fact, it's, it's, the, it's something that Gareth, our, our previous incumbent in the cockerel seat, um, invented. Mm. When people didn't put a name on text, he just used the last three digits of their uh, mobile number. Yeah. And then people got to like that better than the names. So we we took that sort of... It's a bit like a delicatessen canter <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> method. So now all commas are welcome to that. In fact, that person, what is their name?
2: That person's name, uh, hold the line, please. Very
1: it's curious, from Bracknell. Yeah, thank That's you, Alan. Very cu- very curious. And mm-hmm. what is what would be their number?
2: Their number would be 844.
1: There you go. Very curious. You've got your number. Congratulations. Oh, your number's mm. up. Very curious, sounds like some sort of strange 60s film. Uh, I am curious, orange. <laughs> anyway.
2: Um.
1: Oh, I'll tell you what I did. Now, this is one of the reasons I I might move away from the practical joke. Go on. I've been doing another radio show. Um, what? On, uh, for Radio 4, a history panel show, which I think mm-hmm. I've spoken to you about before. And it's not out for a while, so I'm, I'm not plugging. Um, but, um. Daisy was, was, what was your role on it, Daisy?
4: Broadcast assistant.
1: Broadcast assistant. She was very much the uh, the engine room Mm -hmm. of it. And I found her up about something else and she said, uh, yeah. And I said, uh, you know what, I can't, I don't feel very well, I'm not going to do it tonight. (laughs) This was like two hours, two hours before the show. And I, hadn't, I don't know why I said it, because I was phoning about something else. I no, said, you often
2: don't know why you say things. I just, I just can't something do it. Something else you told just now, which I can't believe, anyway. And um,
1: and um Daisy says, oh, God, it's really short notice. I said, no, I'm sorry. And then I thought, I said, no, no, actually, I was joking. I'm not, I am doing it. And she said, I'm sorry, I, I just feel like crying. (laughs) She honestly said that. I thought, oh, I really felt that it had gone wrong. I really felt. I could hear, you know, the slight tremble in the voice. That's the problem with pranking. It is. Yeah, yeah. It is the problem with pranking. It's like
2: when I gave that friend of my mother's a rubber rubber cookie on a plate. (laughs) And there was <laughs> a plate full of normal cookies. Yeah. <laughs> so that's not even as if I was doing it with five other people. what well, possibly, I did it on my own. And then I put one rubber cookie on there. Hang on, how old were you was at a, this point? Probably about 11. <laughs> All right. And he bit into it. He was Canadian. And he went,
4: Oh, my door! <laughs> and
2: that I, that's I, a brilliant prank. <laughs> I cried. Um, oh. you know yeah. what? You've
1: taught me around. I am going to do that. <laughs> I'd forgotten how brilliant they were. I like the detail <laughs> of it, which seemed to help the laugh, was he was
3: Canadian.
2: Yeah. yeah I've a got a six-year-old,
3: and I think next year, if I could get hold of a rubber cookie for him, he'd be really excited approaching April Fools. I think falls. health and yeah. safety
2: are probably not allowed. After, are oh, my tooth gate.
3: Well, also, you can't you can't be serving up cookies before noon, can you? That's when the no. April cut-off point is. exactly. Why yeah. is that? Do we know? Well, I, 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 sorry,
1: I'm Googling rubber cookies. <laughs> <laughs> I'll see, see if I can get some 24 hours
0: i Show. Listen live every Saturday morning from eight on
3: Absolute Radio. I tell you what I don't like when the um, when the newspapers do April Fools. Oh, I hate that. And they put quotes in, and you think, well, how can I ever trust you again, you are the newspaper, if yeah. you can make up quotes from Nick Clegg about them, you know. Making square eggs or something—that was an old. Oh, that, one. that was very was quite daybreak. Good, break, wasn't there. It? That was ages ago. But what
2: about the Birmingham Mail? Oh, I love it. About the Birminghams joined in. Um, they printed a picture of a shark in the canal in Birmingham, <laughs> but they don't have the Photoshop properly done. Oh no! <laughs> it's
3: only
4: terrible, Frank.
3: Oh dear. What's another it? one that yeah. they were changing Wolverhampton train station to Wolverine. Oh yeah, <laughs> I think that's, that's a quite good. Yeah. If you had a flat near there, you could say, "Oh yeah, I live near Wolverine." That'd be brilliant. Oh, I agree. Well, I really like the Slovakia. One.
1: Oh, what was yeah. that
3: one? It said that they were gonna
1: do um all through the night um broadcasts of their various presenters,
3: um, counting sheep <laughs> on air. Oh, that's good. I'd watch that. I'd watch that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like in the early days of when Big Brother was on, and people just—you couldn't hear what they were saying because it was contentious. Until oh, the you used to, used to get bird songs. If they said anything. <laughs> so uh, no, they know, they I couldn't bear that. It reminded me period. too much
2: of the 1997 sort of time in my life. <laughs> bird song.
3: <laughs> what the? <laughs> journey home? <laughs>
2: yeah. Right yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just—I heard a lot of bird song back then. <laughs> well, um,
1: when uh, when me and David Badil lived together, he, he got uh, ca- he got early cable. Oh yeah, and. um... And we, there used to be one channel that at night went to um, Roaring Log Fire. Nice. Is that right? And uh, we, we used to put that on. <laughs> yeah. And there was one Walking, walking Penguins, and it was just <laughs> on a loop of penguins just pottering about. And I'm not kidding you, we used to laugh our heads off at that, <laughs> night after night after night. People, people You don't want to have, necessarily have programmes and just have stuff yeah. on.
2: Yeah, that's, sometimes I just like that. It's like background noise, isn't it? Very
3: soothing. There's people I'd love to hear counting sheep. mm mm-hmm. Ian McMillan, the Barnsley Power. Oh, Ian he? McMillan. He'd be good at that
1: Funny. one. One, one sheep. <laughs> Two sheep. <laughs> I see, I see three sheep. That's how it, how it would be. It'd be brilliant. Perfect. Jerry Halliwell. <laughs> I imagine would be good at <laughs> it. Oh, her, her voice. a lot of different circumstances. How oh, dare you I say like that, you. that to me.
2: I find, I find her voice a bit, yeah... Yeah, but that's Stephen it Hawking. on me.
1: <laughs> Stephen Hawking for a sort of special.
2: What sort of special? You
1: know, I don't know. Technological special. <laughs> One sheep, <laughs> two sheep.
2: It's like choosing a ringtone on your phone, wouldn't it? Be? <laughs> Which voice would you select for the sheep counting? I d- if somebody, all if celebrities if should have to do it.
1: If, it should if, be a rule. If I mm-hmm. got offered um, celebrity sheep count, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah live through the night, I'd do it.
2: I'd like Adrian Charles, Sheep Count. One shape.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that... Uh, yeah,
2: there's loads of
1: people. Yeah. Kate Winsley, I imagine, would, would put real... I'm not sure if she'd do it, it,
2: Frank. That's <laughs> my only issue with that. Do <laughs>
1: think she's available yeah. for uh, Celebrity? I'm not sure. <laughs> if, if we're made, Is she busy
3: being in films, do you think?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but, you know, she's... I imagine... I think she's very down to earth.
2: Mm. I think I, if I could choose... An, I think Graham Norton would be in my top three. Oh, OK. Oh, I'd love him as my sheep counter. What about Alan Carr? <laughs> oh, <there's a> <laughs> <Le dole. laughs> oh! That's a Steady.
0: Frank? Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Uh,
2: 641 has texted us, Frank. He calls himself Prisoner641. Hi, Frank, Emily, and Alan. My parents had a rubber cookie. Whenever any workman came to the house. <laughs> I like the, the
1: family rubber cookie. <laughs> Get the rubber cookie out, Marty. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Whenever any workmen came to the house, they were always given a cup of tea and a plate of biscuits, one of which was the rubber one. Brilliant. Excellent. I would often put an exploding cigarette in their cig packets. <laughs> that <laughs> When I was having building work on my own house, I left a plastic doggy poo for the builders to find.
3: <laughs> uh, see, this, this is a, a, a regime. years man. It's 47. a
1: regime. Yeah. yeah. That's what it is. I think that's brilliant. i maybe I'm gonna make my family into the Prankster family. Yeah, the Prankster. I mean change it by oh yeah. I was gonna change it by Deep Prank Skinner, I could call myself. <laughs> <laughs> they've never filled they've never filled the beetle Gap. That's the right. they haven't. They that haven't could be me. If you
2: gap. changed your name by Deepul, to Prank Skinner, <laughs> I would walk.
1: Oh come on. <laughs> you got through the past this thing, you can get through this. Shouldn't walk far. <laughs> no, not in those heels. <laughs> I would walk to that cab paid for by my friend.
2: <laughs> Stop laughing at me.
0: You're listening to Frank Skinner's podcast from Absolute Radio.
2: Now, did you enjoy your uh, Texas Chewy Pecan Pralines? It was nice because
1: well, I, I, be, um, I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be, you know, brittle. Am mm. uh, my, my, my,
2: my good self? Yeah, I should explain, it? I've been on my travels and I brought you sweets back, didn't I?
1: I love it when people bring sweets back from it's holidays. Like, it's such a traditional it's very much like yeah. an office job. And it wasn't it? just yeah. the big table around from the airport, <laughs> <laughs> it's actually from the country you went to. It was. I did went you get to. It in the airport, though. Be yes, honest. I did. Oh, yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, I went to Austin, I should tell our readers. Mm-hmm. Uh, Austin, Texas. Austin, Texas. For a awesome. jaunt with some of my uh, aviation pals. It's, mm. I have to say, it's a fabulous city. Ostentatious in Austin, Texas. I was. Um, I saw bat colonies. I saw Willie Nelson's so, parking space. On, I saw Sandra Bullock's cake shop. Just a minute. What are bat colonies? <laughs> um, well, bats. I said, yeah, bats. Oh, bats. I thought it said back. <laughs> no. Yeah, I was thinking, is that Actual like a treatment bats. or something? There's loads of bats. What you do is you go and stand on the bridge at seven o'clock when they all come out, and there's swarms of them. Oh, I love seven them. Seven at night. It's like, I said, this is like One Direction. The bats are like celebrities.
3: Oh, right. And yes. In Austin.
2: Now, what I noticed...
1: The world's upside down, isn't it? mm mm-hmm. It's like the bats, are.
2: What I noticed about Texas, Frank, yeah. they're very dramatic people. And this is what I like. They're very, sort of, Tennessee Williams played, you know what I mean? Oh, right. Yeah, oh, yeah. You don't just, if you go in and you order...
1: Well, I can't cope <laughs> with this infernal heat!
2: <laughs>
3: A bit like that, it's exactly they what must it's be like. off the scale in dramatic people terms. If you're calling it <laughs> <them dramatic.
2: laughs> well, for par you go into a bar. I said to the barman, Oh, I'd like a drink, and he went, I'll get you one, but you have to promise to trust me.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm not joking, that's what he wow. said. Yeah,
3: and how long's he doing? He said, <laughs> <laughs> Cause He's obviously been in prison since you yeah. met him, hasn't he?
2: <laughs> he said, What do you want? I said, well, I don't know. I like vodka. (laughs) He said, I told you, you got to trust me. I said I trust you. Oh, did so, you. Yeah, wow, that's quite
1: a big thing to say wow. to a strange yeah. man.
2: That's something I've never said before. I've <laughs> said it
1: to a few barmaids.
2: Oh, I said it in one. I said <laughs> it in one incident, which I'll tell you about later. And um, there was so, a
1: barmaid at the pub in Birmingham. who used to give me used to give me drinks from the slop trays. <laughs> oh,
3: lovely. You know the
1: slop trays under the. T-
3: I'd have like eight or nine pints a night so without paying. What paint. do you want? Sl- <laughs> yeah. So it's like part <laughs> lager, part bitter. <laughs> But can I just remind everyone that at the start of this broadcast I was being called thrifty, <laughs> and now he's admitting to having drank I wasn't nine so points of thrifty, Just thirsty.
2: <laughs> Tell me you didn't trust her, Frank. I, well, I trusted.
1: I don't know what it was. It was wouldn't kill me what I was drinking. It was probably a little bit of cleaning fluid in there as well. It was mostly any fluid from behind the bar. I was prepared to drink anyway. I've dragged it down to something very domestic. <laughs>
2: so I said, "I trust you." You said, "Okay, y'all trust me." He turned round. He um, he was gone a bit, like the nutty professor. He was doing all this all this gubbins, a bit like when Marky Smith's kind of tuning up. He gave me this drink. It was without doubt the most disgusting thing I've ever had in my life. Oh,
1: wow!
2: It had it was an aniseed cocktail. I drank it, and I had to pretend to like it because it was hot.
1: Oh no. He was hot. Yeah. Oh, he was hot. Uh, he was really great. hot. I drank, was hot. I, did. <laughs> I drank three of them. Did you? I did.
2: You didn't drink. I drank three of them.
1: He really was hot. <laughs> I um I was on a, a road trip through uh, Texas and Arizona mm. once, and uh, we So went... when you went with Adrian Charles? Yeah, I wasn't going to name names. Oh, I don't not like I? To name drop. <laughs> I do. Um, yeah, we were also with Bryn Law, the uh, Sky Sports. Reporter. Okay. If you want me to really drop names, anyway, um, we were, we stopped at this uh, restaurant, and uh, Bryn said those two are big celebrities in the United Kingdom. And this this um, waitress came over and said, uh, "You guys celebrities?" And we said, <laughs> well, "Oh, you know." She said, "Wow, I just had a I I recently had a one night stand with Al Kilmer." <laughs> <laughs> oh, small world. Can I say that was only her own <laughs> allegation? I have no evidence if, if, if Val's listening. Yeah.
0: Absolute, absolute, Absolute Radio.
1: Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio.
0: So I'm in Austin,
2: Texas. Oh, yes. That was bar one. Um, or bar one. <laughs> a couple really? of nights later, we went to oh, another on. Bar. was there
1: no... Um, there's no, end to no the hot, there's no end to the hot barman story.
2: Well, no, I drank it and I didn't feel, I felt a bit peculiar. So I had to go <laughs> home.
1: Oh, did you just come over all unnecessary? <laughs> <laughs> you stopped trusting him after a while. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder how many. He's just getting rid of stuff, isn't he? You yeah. get rid of stuff? Although
2: it was rather odd because he was opposite my hotel. and For the rest and, of your
1: stay? What, just standing on the street?
2: <laughs> just, the bar was the opposite my up. hotel. And oh. he was outside. Yeah, it was very on the street where you live. It's very Freddy. And he. I saw him having uh, one of his cigarettes while I went across to my hotel. And he saw me and I said, my God. and then when I got into the hotel, I turned the lights on and I saw him still there. Mm-hmm. I didn't like it. He saw me turning the lights on. So mm-hmm. I kept the, kept the curtains open, just in case. <laughs> um, oh. So then a couple of nights later, found myself in another bar. me. I know. And I don't drink that much these days, so mm-hmm. it's hard on me. Um, but there was another barman. Right. And I'm afraid he was very handsome as well.
1: Brilliant. He was slightly
2: Hispanic. You know that film, The Outsiders? He was that type.
1: There's, there's a sort of staffing policy <laughs> thing coming through. They, they get good looking people to get. Yeah. It's yeah. often the way.
2: But there's a complication here because I'm with one of my gay friends and he fancies him and oh, so do okay. I. Oh, okay. And my gay friend insists he's one of his and I insist he's one of mine. It got quite nasty. So He'll we both. His eyes out. Well, everyone else. I have
1: to say, it's the same with the Catholics. We're always trying to claim. <laughs> <laughs> My dad once tried to convince me that Muhammad Ali was a Catholic. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, I said, "Daddy would not be called that." No, he's called that, but he's Catholic. Anyway.
2: <laughs> so we're sitting at the. Everyone else is having a nice time, enjoying the evening. We are stuck there in a battle to the death, wow. trying to flirt with this barman. We're both thrusting our chests out. It was awful. Um, He starts lining up shots again. I don't drink shots, but I did to show off because I liked him. He said, you like whiskey And I love them. I love them.
1: (laughs) Oh, dear. It was awful, Frank,
2: The pressure. Um, My gay friend starts saying, I mean, you're working in a bar. I mean, uh, you're obviously, you have a college education, right?
1: So he was playing it wrong.
2: Yeah. (laughs) Well, when it got to the, I mean, the whole night we spent there. And then um, it was time to go. And then he said, well, it's my night off tomorrow night, so maybe we can all hang out. Uh. Oh. Let the battle, let the games commence. Yeah. I said, yeah, sounds great. My gay friend says, yeah, I'll take your number. Oh. He takes the number. I was fuming. The next day, we're waiting for the barman to call. No call from him. I thought, well, I look quite good. That's, that's a bit of a shocker. Um, He said, I texted him. I don't know why he hasn't been in touch. I said, what did you say? I looked at the little green text that he'd sent. It said, hey, great to meet you. Emily and I really can't wait to swing with you tomorrow. Oh, <laughs> He t- he'd mistyped. Well, uh,
1: to be honest, <laughs> normally, normally I'd have said no to that, but if I was on my holidays. <laughs> <laughs> but of course, because he was at home, I suppose he gets there. Oh, that's, uh, that's it's worth, it, worth a try, then. <laughs>
0: the Frank Skinner Show. Listen live every Saturday morning from 8 on Absolute Radio.
1: This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily Dean and Alan Cochrane. Uh, you can text us on 812.15, follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio, or email the show directly through the Absolute Radio website.
2: Frank Coba uh, has tweeted us. Coba. How long are you on for tonight at Preston? I need to book a meal. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, well, uh, it's somewhere between 90 and 100 minutes. Okay. Plus support. Great. Plus support, so I'll go on about 8.15. We should have
3: him out of there by 10.
2: Okay. All right, there you go, Cobra. Coba. <laughs> do you think
3: do you think it is a meal or do you think he's a match of the day, fan? He's just thinking of his journey journey time. He knows he doesn't have to lie to me about that. No, exactly. George, Ma- t-
2: George Michael and Hamster Teeth.
1: Hmm? What, well, he's texted. <laughs> <laughs> Are we getting grinder now on the show? <laughs> what what's this
3: George no, has to say? It's just
2: that we were talking earlier about places you associate with people. Oh, and,
3: oh uh, okay. Yes. You know, I have one of those with Barcelona. You know, is it Le Ramblas? Oh, Le, Le Ramblas, The main yeah. bits, which most people would think of Barcelona and they'd think of Gaudi or whatever. Mm. Um, me and my wife were in a little cafe, quite a modest place, just having a bit yes, of... Yes, I'd p- imagine and so. A- <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and I think I might have told you this before, but I could hear from behind me this... <laughs> 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 and eventually I turned around and it was Shane McGowan. Oh... <laughs> laughing and... uh,
2: It's some laugh, isn't it? Oh,
3: yeah, and we walked past again eight hours later and he was still in there with his mates. Still laughing? Still laughing, (laughs) yeah. Cheery. It's just had a bit more edge to it. Whenever I think of Barcelona, I think of seeing Shane McGowan in a cafe. Most people don't, do they, when they think of Barca? You think of the long playing career that you had for them.
1: Of Of course, yeah. Well, I'm
3: still managing. (laughs) Uh, I am still...
1: uh, I did a press conference. In Catalan? Yesterday, actually. In fluent Catalan, was <laughs> <Yeah>. it? <laughs> fluent Catalan, but in my daydreams it's translated into English for yes. my benefit, because I don't <laughs> speak sure? Catalan in the real world.
4: <laughs> <laughs> it's very complicated.
1: <laughs> Extremely complicated. I'll tell you where we haven't been for oh, a, yeah. a, a while.
4: In the corner... I do have we have
3: email. emails? We do. Dear Frank, Emily and Alan, my five-year-old daughter, Megan, is a bit cross with Frank. Uh, can I just say oh. that the use of the word cross immediately makes me think that this woman is uh, either very English or a bit middle class. Cause, really? Yeah. Yes. I, I think it's because I grew up with Scottish accents that I would never say cross. I've never said, oh, I was really cross. because It sounds to me like Enid Blyton. Scottish <laughs> people, I think, get angry. Right, I was, was angry. angry. <laughs> they don't go. Oh, I was cross. <laughs> Just done. They, 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 sure they say cross. bizarre. they
1: say cross, when they're instructing you how to lie the swords for the yeah. sword dance.
3: Or yeah, they might use the word to, cross uh, but
2: not Harry in this cross.
1: context. No, I, I wouldn't normally use the word
3: cross.
4: But
2: I, I, I use it all might. the time.
3: Yeah. See, you were you right. You were right. You're right <laughs> my, boy, my five-year-old daughter Megan is a bit cross with Frank. Whilst re-listening to an old podcast, you told someone to shut up at which... Morgan, me. Megan registered her disgust, as we're not allowed oh. to say shut up in our house. She said Frank was being rude. She also added how lucky Frank is to be able to work with his husband, Alan. <laughs> oh, that's me. Well, you say that, but I mean, it, it brings extra pressure working with your husband, <laughs> yeah. Megan. I mean, well, Like Richard and Judy in I mean, regard, it, Yeah, look at
1: poor Judy. <laughs> <laughs> you know, ultimately, we, we know, we just get each other, and that's... <laughs> That, that's I why it just, works.
2: I heard you just can't quit him. Yeah. No. Uh,
1: you know, I mean, I am, I'm not saying, Megan, there haven't been rough patches there. No. And I have told him to shut up.
3: And it does help that I give ground in big arguments. It's really yeah. useful. Yeah, you do. Know? You do. But, um, you yeah. know what? I wouldn't swap him. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but um, I'm sorry, Megan, if um, if uh, if I offended you with that, if you're, if you're listening. But it's just that... Um, I find that events, eventually with people, you have to tell them to shut up. Yeah. If they feel like they're winding down gradually of their own accord, it's fine. But with some people, they always feel like they're at full pelt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, be- belt up, I'm all right with.
3: I think Shut your
1: cake all. I haven't you? Shut your cake, a cake
3: Put a sock in it. Penny Hill. Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah, uh, yeah it's put a sock in it, haven't it, for ages.
3: I think you might have been. I'm going to play devil's advocate here. I think you might have been doing that thing that you do of feigning outrageous surprise of going shut up yeah, yeah. D- the
1: only one I think I was I think, I think you were I, I think s- it was ironic being up in inverted so I comments, was going I shut up it. as in I don't believe you yeah. mm. so you see Megan I'm not as rude as you think but you're quite right it's not nice to tell people to shut up if you're listening maybe so. you should switch it to I don't believe you <laughs> <laughs>
4: that's,
2: a, that's a really topical <laughs> catchphrase it's
3: been taken
2: why didn't you start saying not nah, as well
3: oh I still do that <laughs> Well, as you know, I, I I frequently answer the phone to uh, Daisy, the producer of this show, with What's up? <laughs> which uh, turns her stomach. God a bit. Bless you. you
1: should. I'm going to start doing that lip smacking thirst question. <laughs> <laughs> this is
0: Frank Skinner, Absolute
3: Radio. Got a text saying Simon LeBon, Pinner. I'm assuming that's a famous person that they've seen in Pinner. Mm. Oh, I thought that was a famous thing that he uh, used to wear. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: thought that was a request he made. This, but it was supposed to be places, that were specific spots that you associate oh, right. with people. OK, don't get too, angry. Pinner's too big. Yeah, true that. Mm. But thanks for joining in.
4: <laughs> <laughs>
2: um, wrong. Nick has emailed us. Mm-hmm. He says, Frank, Alan and Emily... On a course this week in the small town of Bromsgrove.
1: Oh, I know it.
2: Our small group wandered down the high street in search of an evening meal, in an unfamiliar town within our generous twenty-pound budget. I approached. Do you think that's Im- per person. Um, Sounds all right. I don't know. <laughs> if,
3: you issue a, if you issue a starter.
2: It's, it's all gone a bit tip for my hairdresser. <laughs> um, I approached an impressive-looking statue. <coughs> always worth a look to see who's been immortalised. Mm-hmm, yeah. To read the inscription. Imagine my delight when I read the text. It was none other than A.E. Houseman.
3: Well done for going a bit J.R.
1: Hartley there. <laughs> Wowee, he hasn't had a mention for a long no. time.
2: <laughs> Nick he, then instructs. He, he
1: winds down slowly, Yeah. He?
2: Nick instructs to sound the warning. I immediately thought of my three podcast friends Frank Allen and Emily and I had to let you know of my excellent experience. It made my week. If Emily would care to join me to view the statue it would be a pleasure to take her. That is all Nick from Northwich. Zero uh, three four.
3: So Nick from Northwich has called us his three podcast friends and Northwich isn't that far from Manchester. So what are you suggesting? Let's just go there. We could go yeah. for lunch.
2: You? We could yeah.
3: we could be pals with Nick. Fine with
2: that. I'll be out for that.
1: I Bromsgrove um it was in Bromsgrove the first time I ever kissed a girl with glasses on.
2: Oh, did you like it? It's all right. I I like the I like the
1: artificial element. Of it. Yeah, and uh you should have gone to spec it was. Um, yeah, and it was it was all right. She was quite nice and uh, we kissed some more.
2: I don't want to know that bit of this story. And the story. then you still
3: song lyrics you're doing? <laughs> now, Kiss some more. Sounds like you're I don't then, like
2: that second verse. And then the
1: following week we went back to Bromsgrove. Grow. Stop so telling us like what hanging happened. out with Craig Davis. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and then, um, and then um, she got off with my mate.
2: <laughs> uh-huh. Sounds like, sounds like they didn't chill much, Al. Sorry for laughing.
1: <laughs> no, it was awful. I was really, I was, it was really. It was all. Story I'd, you of know, I'd, I'd, and we're all cackling. I had I You know, I'd, I'd laid all the ground bait, oh. and then he came
2: in and, and. You see those glasses ones? They'll lull you into a false sense of security. Well,
1: we, me and this same mate we was playing the uh, pool with a few friends a couple oh, yeah. of days later. And we had I hadn't mentioned it at all, and oh, he oh. got a very very lucky bounce off 3 cushions. And the ball went in, there. and I was so furious that the whole thing just came flooding out. Yeah. And I, had, I thought I'm just going to just get tell him now, but I didn't tell. I told him in song. I complained <laughs> in song. I sang. What did you
2: say? You're so weird. I
1: sang. Uh, <laughs> Who
2: does that? I
1: that suddenly. Really weird. So he went in, and I went up, oh, oh, and I just went. Somebody stole my gal. <laughs> somebody stole my gal. Somebody came and took her away, and. Uh, <laughs> That was how Did I. You really
3: do that? I, honestly,
1: I swear to you. Did you, that's you grow true. up
2: in West Side Story?
1: <laughs> yeah, I was a, I was a jet.
2: Seven. He sounds like he grew up in Seven Brides for Seven Brothers.
1: <laughs> uh, oh,
2: Frank.
1: Yes. I can't
0: yes. believe
2: that story. Well,
1: they were, they were different times.
0: Skinner, Dean, and Cochrane together—the Frank Skinner Show.
4: Absolute Radio. Now then, yeah. Oh,
1: my favourite, my favourite news story the of the week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Sixteen-year-old girl in Dover Stockdown down Yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, Anne Birchinoff. Yes, mm. that's her name, isn't it? Mm. Birchinoff. It's not a common name. Ella, is it? isn't it? Oh, Ella. oh, is it Ella? I'm sorry. Ella
1: Birchinoff. Mm. Yeah, what's great. her family tree?
2: I believe she's called Ella Ann, but I'll Birch, let you have that. One. No,
1: it's one of those. That I, if tree. I wonder what her porn name is. He <laughs> made a joke. <laughs> Sure. You know, you know the mom's <laughs> maiden name, um, pet first pet. I bet it won't be as good a porn name as Ella Burton. <laughs> <laughs> what a thing when your real name's better than your porn name as a yeah. porn <laughs> name. How often does that happen? Anyway, Ella, who was the 16-year-old schoolgirl, dropped yeah, her phone.
2: Perhaps
3: why
1: I'm uncomfortable about those jokes. <laughs> okay, well, look, well, I'm speaking yeah. in the abstract.
2: Can I just say, <laughs> I called her mean. Anne. Her name is Ella Anne, so I wasn't wrong. It wasn't like Lattisgate.
1: But anyway, you know, anyway, she's 16. If you're going to make a law... Um,
2: <laughs> anyway, she got stuck down a drain, bank in yes. Kent.
1: Yes, in Dover, I think. Yeah. And I didn't quite understand her... Ma- well, she dropped her phone, was Eric?
3: I it think happened. I do understand it. Oh, do
2: you? Go on, then. And I
3: think I identify with it a lot. Go on. She dropped the phone what, with down Ella the drain. Birchinoff. Yes, I think I <laughs> identify with Ella Ann Birchinoff.
2: OK, well,
1: spare I the think, rod and spare the child.
3: <laughs> I think she dropped the phone down the drain, and here's her thinking. She thought, if I lift this drain out and stick myself in there, I can pick up the phone with my toes, which... I kind of get. You know when somebody picks... With her toes? With her feet. You know when you sort of grab something with your feet and lift it up? Are you saying to me that Ella
1: Birchinoff has got sort of dexterous ape feet?
3: (laughs) Yeah. Do you know what it's a bit like? Maybe
1: she'd watch My Left Foot that week on DVD. Yeah. She got inspired. Very similar
3: to the other day, I got in the bath and I had left my paperback novel too far away from the bath, but then I had a look and thought, hang on, it's on the rug that I can reach... And so Very I good. flicked the rug and the paperback flew towards I was so
1: happy. If ever you're locked in a cell in the Wild West, mm-hmm. you'll be able to get out of I'll that
2: come kind and visit you.
3: Yeah. I was yeah. so happy I nearly kicked the bath shelf off. <laughs> oh that be What what's on the bath shelf? Dock? Um soap? Uh yeah. And There'll be a few of
2: those we, soaps, all worn down.
1: The, um, small I, hotel soaps. The, that, the, hotel the, soaps, the very worn down. Yeah, I've got a room full of those. <laughs> that are dangling because they're a bit yeah. too small to, yeah. for the gaps
3: on the... Uh, oh,
2: do you know they've been welded together as well for well, reuse? Well,
3: as you know, I got much mocked for uh, bringing the shower gel home that I found at the swimming bus. Well, that I found. <laughs> 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 found... <laughs> Yeah. Theft by finding, you said. Yeah. But anyway, I was, I've spoken
1: on this show before about my joy in local newspaper photographs, when they oh. feel they have to get el- every element of the story yeah. in. You mean the... In uh, one picture. The, so, so they'll have manly... Uh, one that sticks in my mind, like, if, if anyone... One girl got to university, I remember, where I lived, which is quite a thing, <laughs> and uh, she was going to study geography, and they had a picture of her in a, in a mortarboard and cape holding uh, a pile of books and pointing at a map of the world. <laughs> <laughs> Just to say it oh. all. And they had a picture of Ella Birchinoff, and she, this is after the fact. They've yeah. found so actual she... pictures of her stuck in the drain. they got, so she, they've she, got I mean, her in the drain. Yes, but...
2: her mother took them. That's a whole other story. <laughs>
1: But all they took Ella back to the drain in a in a school uniform now. So they so that's so you've got the school girl, got the
2: blazer,
4: yeah. school
1: girl element. So we know she's uh-huh. a school girl. Yeah, and they they got her to climb into the drain, <laughs> and she's just sitting on the edge of the drain. Holding
3: back. the phone. Yeah.
1: So uh, oh, man, it's so beautiful.
2: <laughs> it's all there. They've done right. a recon. They what are. about this mother?
1: Let's them. come back to them, mother, because I need to play some uh, okay. some music. But um, it's all—it's a fabulous story. I think it you know, is. The great it's output. got all
2: the elements we need. I'd put really? it
1: right up there with Sir Gawain and the Green Knight. <laughs> <laughs> Frank
0: Frank Skinner
1: on Absolute Radio.
0: Absolute Radio
3: i had a text that begins, let me expand, which I like. Uh, let me expand. I saw Simon Libon visiting his family who lived next door to my aunt in Pinner and she never told me. Frank, you broke my heart when you said my text had missed the point. Oh. I'm in love with you, oh. but can't think of the right song <laughs> to tell you. Perhaps unbreak my heart. Caroline, 678.
1: Oh, or perhaps pulps help the aged. <laughs> That's lovely. Well, I, now the whole thing makes sense. I'm sorry I said that. Yes, um, so. uh, You know I love the readers, all Mm -hmm. of you. And relax. (laughs) (laughs) Ella Burchanoff, how's she getting on in the drain?
2: What about that mum... She said, um, she rounded the corner, this is the mum, Mm -hmm. when Ella Birchinoff was stuck in the drain. She rounded the corner as white as a sheet and then started laughing and took a photo. Yeah.
3: (laughs) And I like the fact that she said she'll never live this down, we're going to get these pictures out when she turns 18, as if it's really far away. It's like (laughs) probably about 18 months' time.
1: I liked um, Ella's story of how she said, um, my my feet, obviously they were in um, some sort of... uh, Liquid. She said, I think it was water. She said, but I wasn't taking any chances. So mm. I, went, I, I went straight home and had a bath. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so you wouldn't have had a bath otherwise, having been stuck down <laughs> a drain. See what I like? She said, I went straight home and jumped in the bath. Everybody yeah. says jumped in the bath. Yeah, yeah Kat says that. I pull her up on it all the time. I'm just going to jump in the shower. Jump in the shower. Yeah. But I, you, say you that, are, I say you're that, that. So all the time. You're so on. Also, the friend. Just gonna I like jump the, in the the friend. drain.
2: <laughs> the Sorry, I'm
1: late. I jumped in a drain. Sorry. Frank, the
2: friend who's getting slightly famous on the back of it. Have you seen the friend? Oh, no. The no. no. male so friend. Friendly. He was in the vicinity. He was driving past. Again, much like the mother, didn't stop to offer assistance, just took a photo and laughed. Yeah. He went on daybreak with her, though. I don't Is know what like, it's called. Is it called daybreak now? I'm not sure.
1: Like drain break. <laughs> have <laughs> renamed it very so. specific program Yeah, yeah it's just, don't it's get just, the three hours they used to out of, it's right? just people from, from drain right. what I like, that's a
2: good booking isn't it I've got the drain girl <laughs> um, what I like though was that he described her as being in high spirits mm. like she was recovering from an operation they were asking for updates on her progress Mo-
1: what's the mood in the cab <laughs> No, she uh, she looks like a, she looked like she was a, a bit of a laugh.
2: Yeah. Oh, if someone says I that know. about me, it worries me.
1: There was another picture of her in the local paper, sort of, and she was sort of gesturing, standing at the side of the drain mm-hmm. and gesturing towards it the, the way like a, a magician's assistant points at a, at a mystical cabinet. <laughs> it was like that, you know. It was it was
2: it was brilliant. She's a celebrity now, though. he will say, "Who's coming?" Nikki Clark, White Power Ranger, Girl in a Drain.
3: <laughs> She'll be in Panto in Dover. The our own chat show. This year. Yeah. The other thing I liked about it was at the bottom of the story, had loads of recaps on stories when people had been stuck in things, and I think we've covered all of them on this show. Is that, that right? <laughs> yeah. I'm glad, I feel proud about that. Woman that was stuck in a coat hanger. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there was a woman in uh, ironing board, was not
0: A <laughs> student trapped in ironing board. <laughs> the Frank Skinner Show. Listen live every Saturday morning from 8 on Absolute Radio.
3: I've had a text in that I think is new territory for the show. Uh, mm. Caroline 678 texts saying, uh, do you know if Ian Angle is single, he sounds lovely, he's a regular correspondent with funny jokes often, mm. uh, I think we could have a pod night out. And she's oh. put one of those smiley faces on there. It would be great if they got together with FF at the blind date wedding. Oh, oh I'd lovely. love that. Lovely. Oh, no. But I'd, what's, I'd wasn't I'd the woman
1: who just texted in and told me, told me she loved me, wasn't she called Caroline? Is she, she, she fickle? <laughs> she, might, she might be. <laughs> <laughs> this is one of the people that used to, you know, try and sleep with Elvis, and end up with one of the Memphis Mafia, you know, assistants. No, she's
2: just got a lot of love to give. The, oh, cool, I don't she's like her, me in that respect. I
1: don't want to offend, offend the Pin a lady again. That'd be terrible. Uh, should
0: should,
2: like, if anyone's going to get lady. with Ian angle, I should. I'm sorry, I was here first.
3: You are right. It is the same lady. <laughs> uh, yeah. <no.
2: laughs> oh, Caroline. She gets about, don't she? What happened <laughs> to that?
1: <laughs> <laughs> what happened to that woman? He's half oh, Frank, really lovely. Oh, Ian angle.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'll deal with Angle. Leave the punters to me. Um, <laughs> oh, for <goodness> I need <laughs> to talk to you about my addiction.
3: About your addiction.
2: My addiction.
1: Oh, oh I thought you were going to say. I thought you said addiction.
2: Um, it's Candy Crush. Ironically, have you heard of this game, Candy Crush? I've I
1: heard, heard of it. it but yeah. yeah, I don't. Oh, Frank, I don't it's know awful. what it
3: is. I'm on I've level met a few seventy. Adults that keep playing it.
2: Keep playing it. Yeah, it's taken over my life. I do it when like, it's the last thing I do before I go to bed. I do it when I wake up in the morning. I sneak a few games in. I do it on the loo as oh, well. Oh dear. Um, Daisy, you
1: see, I couldn't do that because I, <laughs> it, I, I had to. Uh, a friend used to come round our house, and he'd, he'd, say, oh, he'd say, "I'm just going to use the closet." <laughs> and he'd pick up one of the the, the Sunday. Is he
2: someone newspapers. out of a Thomas
1: Hardy novel? <laughs> no, a friend of mine. He used to pick up one of the Sunday papers and go to the toilet. I couldn't touch that paper after. No, <laughs> no. So if I if I had candy crushed in the toilet, mm. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't want to yeah. press those those buttons again.
2: Yeah, but no. I got caught da- by Daisy, the producer
1: in the toilet. No,
2: um, the I was crushed. doing it during our post-show brunch when you were all talking and I was pretending to listen to the conversation and contribute and she saw all these primary coloured fruits coming up on my screen. It's
3: very addictive like that though, isn't it? I was compared at a stand-up gig by somebody that was playing Candy Crush just whilst people were on. He was... Like, yeah, you exactly do it all the sounds time. Sounds dangerous. Doesn't it?
2: <laughs> well, the yeah. other thing is that when you see other people, I've been on the tube and then I've seen other people playing it, and I have thought loser, and yeah. then I've realised I'm playing it.
3: You're one of those. Yeah,
2: I judge them, but I don't. But yeah, no, it's 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 addictive.
1: I dare not check it out. No. I don't want to get hooked on a
3: game. Don't want to go there. No,
2: no, but and it costs money as well. I spent fortunes. <gasps> yeah, yeah.
3: Oh, I'm, I'm out. trapped.
2: I'm addicted. I'm immediately
3: I'm, out. I'm gone.
2: You have to pay <laughs> for it. But you have to pay if you want to buy... It says, would you like to purchase a sweet set of lives? No. Yeah. Uh, £1.69 a go.
1: OMG. It's, but that is funny with apps, isn't it? <laughs> Do you find that with apps? That I'm going, 69p? No way. <laughs> Any other area of life? Cup of coffee, £8, certainly. <laughs> An app, 120. 120? <laughs> something that'll give me hours and hours of pleasure and interest. 120? Forget about it. No. Too Just dear. I'm
2: not wasting time reading well, books. But what or is something. it
1: about apps that we're so, we're so strict on what they should cost? <laughs>
3: And they're yeah. cheap. I'm not There's
2: perfect. a new one, though. Have you heard of Papers, Please? Yes. As we call it, Papers, Please. <laughs> is
3: this the dystopian nightmare one <laughs> oh, yeah. where they sort it, of. Is you're... it possible to sight say without saying Papers,
2: Please? <laughs> no, Kill him.
3: A, it's a made up um, when security we are... <laughs> guard or something, isn't it?
2: You play a border inspector yeah. at this continuous checkpoint. And it's sort of admin-based, the <laughs> yes, game, really. I don't really like real-life like admin. Like Frank Paul, Paul's j- jokes. It sounds a bit
3: like work. I quite like mm. the idea of, uh, of fake admin, though, strangely. I think I could get into that. We'll come back to this, because okay. I, I
1: had a slightly embarrassing experience on the game front recently. Oh, God. Absolute,
0: Absolute, absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio.
1: I was in uh, Southwold. I was in a cafe on the next to the pier, yeah. And one of the guys I was with said to me, um, "And this is—I was not a joke. It's a serious thing." He said to me, "They've got—they've got they've guacamole." Got I said, I, I, "I've just had lunch," <laughs> and I honestly thought that he was saying guacamole <laughs> in a sl- in a bit of a wacky, you know, comedy way. Uh-huh. And he meant guacamole. Have you know, you know that game when you eat yeah. with moles, caught buton, with ham? A mole. You yeah. You can see
3: what they've
1: done there. Yeah, i like. made such a fool of And he was, he just looked, you know, the people look at you like that. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> <It laughs> trying to work out if I was joking or not. Uh, well, I you like do the idea of, of the
2: papers, please, though.
1: Yeah. Because
2: it's kind it won an award or been. something, didn't it? Well, you know,
1: as you know, I like all, um, sort of Soviet bloc <laughs> based <laughs>
2: Well, you um, check everyone's dreamers. documents and yeah. so you yeah, make a decision based on whether you trust them. you guys got to trust me. Yeah, <laughs> um, I can't
1: quite understand how it works. I don't play any of those. Um, it's, it's like a game you'd play on a computer to be on a screen and all that is it stuff. called a PC game? Is that what it is? You see, I, a PC I, I, game. I, Yeah.
2: Well, it's so, not prepared to meet your maker, scumbag. It's not one of those games. No, no
1: but I've never played any of those games. To me, no. it's like watching cartoons but with added responsibility. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And I don't I don't really want I like to just sit back. I don't want to be operating control of things.
2: I'd love a ge- I'd like a game. I'd like cashier number four, please. Or i just work in a post office. Yeah, like nerdy, I'd love that, yeah. Don't I'd, me nectar card.
3: It'd be a good game to uh, re stick the sat nav back on the windscreen <laughs> if it's what got one of those slightly Difficult suction things, you know, when a sat nav gets old and it just goes. Keeps... Oh, yeah. When a sat nav but... gets old,
1: it'd be a great ITV
3: documentary. <laughs> <laughs> you
1: should put we're that Now, car again, <laughs> with when a sat nav gets We all um, dr- drive regularly, but you know,
3: <laughs> I guess we're
1: reaching a time now where sat navs, uh, they, they felt like a new thing, and now they're not such a new thing. That sucker on the back, is that going to last forever? Well, let's have a look. No. <laughs> and then some, then some clips. It's not. Some clips of it falling. I like off. the
2: idea of that piece of camera on a busy dual carriageway, maybe Frank, with a scarf blowing in the breeze. <laughs> <Yeah>.
3: <laughs> I mean, the only way to get round the suction thing getting old is to get a car that's got built-in sat nav, but not everyone wants that, does it? No, well, I've got one of those. Of course you do. Course you can text. You, you
1: can text my car.
3: You can text your car. I can text my car
1: and put in a destination. Wow! Fabulous. Amazing Never text do that though. though.
2: All right, Alan Partridge. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah.
1: laughs> but I had an idea for a, a sort of TV game show called... Oh, yeah. um, oh, I like it a, the, shows on here. Yeah. It's called uh, When Workmates Blossom. Oh, yeah. And the people come in and talk about people who they've worked with and been quite plain for years, you know, male or female. You know that... You know when someone...
2: Co- <laughs> someone when come, Workmates Blossom! I honestly
3: thought this was going to be a gardening show. I you, really know when,
1: you know when someone comes in and you think...
2: They're looking they're
3: good, awesome. yeah, they're looking good.
2: <laughs> Who's this directed at? Have you seen
1: Dave? He's lost a bit of weight. <laughs> you seen Sue's <Susan laughs> new Airstyle? She looks great. Never really noticed that. And then people come in and they they bring videos before and after <laughs>
3: uh-huh.
1: of, um, of of workmates who of have lost videos.
2: Like it. Has to be VHS. It. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: definitely not. <VHS. laughs>
2: Can't download clips. the early
1: days, no, no downloading. Oh, anyway, look. Um, that that's about all. Thank you so much for listening. Mark Crossley is coming up next. And if the good lord spares us and the creeks don't rise, we'll be back again this time next week. Thank you, Manchester, for having us. Now get out. The
0: Frank Skinner Show on Absolute Radio. Back Saturday morning from eight. Tune in live for the full Frank experience.
4: Absolute radio.